my um my therapist told me to uh my therapist told me to write two letters and she said the first letter is you need to write to your younger self because i was i was actually 19 years old when i got married um so <laughs> 19 years old and so my therapist told me to write two letters one letter was uh to myself to my 19 year old self and it was to forgive myself for not knowing what he was doing right and so in the letter i just kind of spelled that out i, I kind of you know i said i forgive you you didn't know what you was doing. You you know you didn't know what you didn't know, and uh, and I forgive you. And that was because that was my uh, biggest hangup is I just couldn't forgive myself, and so wow. that letter really helped me. And then the other letter was me kind of going back as a nineteen year old and writing a letter to my uh, my future self and saying, "Hey man, you're gonna go through this. You're gonna go through this, and I put you through this, and I'm sorry that I put you through this. I'm sorry that." You know my mistakes or, or the things that i did uh has an effect on you today and welcome to the persistence you podcast with lisbeth and that's you as in university but we're much more of a community here i'm your host lisbeth meredith author speaker and online teacher each week i'll be delivering stories from amazing survivors and strivers all threaded together with a dose of persistence. So glad you're listening. Persisters, brothers, thank you so much for being here this week. We have Larry Davis with us. And as I record his interview, it is actually January the 8th, 2024. How is your 2024 rolling so far this year? I just opened edits uh, they've been ready for months, but I just opened edits of my novel forthcoming in no, in uh, August and started working on that. So that's what's been new with me this week. Additionally, I got a fun, uh, I've been working, of course, my true crime job and got to meet with my coworkers in person this week, which was so much fun. If you work remotely and you always thought that that was the very thing you've always waited for. I think, I don't know, let me know if you've experienced this, but it gets lonely not talking to real people, uh, you know, your coworkers. It gets, you know, not knowing who they are or what they're like having a work family only through software. It has its place and I'm thrilled for it, but it was really fun to meet them in person. So that was kind of exciting. Other than that, it's been a cold and quiet week on my end, I'm looking forward to speaking with Larry. We are over 150 episodes now on Persistence You. And Larry will talk a little bit about the shakeup that happened in his life after he went through a divorce and what he decided to do to make sure that this wasn't just something that happened for no good reason, to help, to, you know, allow that horrible situation to help transform him rather than completely knock him down. So I look forward to meeting with Larry and I always love hearing from you. You can join me at lameredith.com and hop on my email list where I am now down to about once a month, typically where I email just to stay in touch, let you know about new writing what's going on with books and the podcast. So do join. I would love it. 
I will be right back with Larry. Larry Davis, thank you for being on Persistence U this week. I very much appreciate your time. And gosh, help us get to know you a little bit better before well, you tell us the story. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, I'm honored to be here and uh, I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Yeah, um, so um, Larry Davis, I am a, a coach, speaker and podcaster. I, uh, I live in Texas. Uh, uh, I'm married and uh, I have two kids. And so um, kind of how my story is, uh, I'm originally from Mississippi, uh, joined the military, uh, uh, did 20 years, and then uh, now I do speaking, coaching, and podcasting. Um, but uh, so I married my high school sweetheart, right? And uh, we were married for like 14 years. And, and then the, I guess the, the bottom kind of fell out. Um, but I think it was, I would, I, I say the bottom fell out, but I think the, the bottom was already falling out all of those years um, because I was a young man and I didn't quite know what I was doing. And, and so I kind of went through, uh, we ended up divorcing uh, after 14 years. And that's when I realized how much I didn't know, how much I was uh, really immature. Um, I didn't have a lot of wisdom. And uh, I guess I was just kind of flying by the seat of my pants. And so um, went through a, a, the divorce itself was was uh, pretty amicable. Um, but it was just afterwards is, you know, when I fell into a deep depression. And, you know, so me and her didn't really have any uh, turbulent, you know, uh, relationship is just I, I fell into a deep depression afterwards, just kind of realizing I was convicted of things that I probably could have done better. And uh, my biggest conviction, and I don't and, and I don't know if I can call this a conviction, but was realizing how much I just did not know. And how I kind of overcame that is I um, I was trying to discover myself and try to pull myself out of that depression. And so I started seeking um, you know, books to read and things like that. And, um, and as I started reading and just, and, and, you know, and watching videos and, and things like that, I started to, to understand how, um, you know, things I could have learned these things before, but I just didn't have, you know, the mentors to, to guide me in the right direction. Um, and so that's kind of what happened. And that's what kind of led me to, to where I am today. I like it. When you think about it though, think about how young you were. And a decision like marriage, I mean, I've thought about this a lot because I also married and it, the, the marriage did not work out. And I, you know, thought I was ready to do it, all of those things. But man, it is the most important decision. One of the most important decisions you could ever make is the person you choose to spend your life with. And our the human brain isn't fully developed till we're in our mid to late 20s. Why are we allowed to get married so young? <laughs> What is the rush? <laughs> so when you look back, do you give yourself some grace? Because you were very young. I do. I do give myself some grace. Um, I went to, uh, when I went to therapy, my, um, my therapist told me to, uh, my therapist told me to write two letters. And she said, the first letter is you need to write to your younger self. Cause I was, I was actually 19 years old when I got married. Um, so 19 years old. And so my therapist told me to write two letters. One letter was 
uh, to myself, to my 19 year old self. And it was to forgive myself for not knowing what he was doing, right? And so in the letter, I just kind of spelled that out. I, I kind of, you know, I said, I forgive you. You didn't know what you was doing. You, you know, you didn't know what you didn't know. And, uh, and I forgive you. And that was because that was my uh, biggest hangup is I just couldn't forgive myself. And so wow. that letter really helped me. And then the other letter was me kind of going back as a 19 year old and writing a letter to my, uh, my future self and saying, Hey man, you're going to go through this. You're going to go through this. And I put you through this and I'm sorry that I put you through this. I'm sorry that, you know, my mistakes or, or the things that I did uh, has an effect on you today. And, and so that was really, really helpful. And um, I hope I hope just me sharing that is helpful to somebody today who, you know, maybe going through something sure. like that. Those letters That's really, powerful. really helped me. Yeah. That's really powerful. So you did that. You didn't have any resistance to it. You just went ahead and wrote those out. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, also sounds like you had a really good relationship with your therapist too. I did. I did. I really, I really enjoyed uh, my time with her. It was, it was good. Good. And a lot of people, and especially men, are not necessarily wanting to run to a therapist at times. I mean, I th think a lot of people still have a little stigma. So I'm glad you brought that up because it doesn't sound like that was something that you would allow to hold yourself back. No, I didn't. I, I did not allow that to hold me back. Um, I, and I think, uh, and if I can address the stigma, I, I is my belief. I think the, the, the thing with men is men have a hard time uh, doing things like going to a therapist is because uh, men, first of all, they, sometimes they don't know how, and I don't want to generalize, but sometimes they don't know how to express themselves. Um, and that's not, and, and we we're ashamed of that, but it's really a skill. It's not, you know, it's a skill, it's a skill to develop. And sure. because we may not have that skill, we kind of uh, are ashamed of it. And, uh, and so that's one reason. And then the other reason men have a hard time with doing things like going to therapy is because men, we're so competitive and we're, and just kind of the way we're made, we, we don't want other people to know that we failed at something, or we don't want other people to know that we don't know, know it all. We don't know something. And, uh, and that's sometimes we get in our own way as men, because we don't like to, and that's why sometimes we don't really talk to each other because we don't want to, sh and that, there's, that's the competitive uh, nature in us that we don't want to share with a, another brother that, hey, man, I'm failing, you know, and, and, you know, women, they do that. Women will talk to each other and, and cry together and, and do all of that and just share all of their failures and everything. And, and men don't necessarily do that because we don't want the other man to know that I'm failing in an area. And so right. those things like that hinder us. And I just decided I didn't want that to hinder me. You know, I love that. I love that. I mean, you were right. We Women, we will talk about it. We will talk more about it. Then when you think we're done, we'll talk a little bit more even, but it prevents isolation. And I have to say that when we're going through something hard, one of the worst things for people to do is to feel like they're alone in their misery. And when you look at life expectancy of men to women, I mean, I kind of wonder if that doesn't factor in. You know, we are unpacking trauma as life goes on. We we don't necessarily walk away from it silently. And uh, so it is, I, I'm really glad that you felt free to just forget about that competitiveness or trying to look like you had it all together when none of us do. None of us totally right. do. Right, yeah. And 
And that's what things like that. That's what kind of drove me to, um, you know, sharing my story with others. And uh, because I wanted to share my story with other men and let them know, hey, man, it's okay um, to, you know, it's okay to, it's okay to fail, actually. And, um, and this whole, you know, thing, and I, I always like to let men know that, or just anybody know that, um, you know, you have to change your relationship with failure. Sometimes failure, and this is what I learned. I learned that I had to go through what I went through, um, uh, or what I went through was used for the purpose of bringing me to where I am today and just shifting my perspective. And, and what happened with me is as I started reading books and I started kind of understanding uh, things and I just got a little more wisdom, I understood that, you know, what happened to me wasn't uh, meant to just take me out. Um, it was meant to strengthen me. It was meant for me to learn that, that resilience. Um, it was meant for me to learn perseverance. Um, and it was also meant for me to grow as a person. And so when I realized that, um, I, you know, I, when I realized that I really started reading more and reading more and just kind of understanding and then just kind of being introspective, oh, okay, okay, uh, how did this actually, you know, allow me to grow? And that's when I realized that, okay, I'm supposed to share this um, with others. And that's kind of how I got started with, you know, with coaching and speaking is, is realizing that I have to share this with others because I think the thing of, I was, I was always looking for someone to mentor me in a way, but I, I just didn't know that I was looking for that because I I would always try to seek uh, information. I just I guess I just didn't know where to go to seek the information, right? And it just didn't occur to me to pick up a book and read a book. It, it, it never occurred to me. And right. I would say prior to prior to ten years ago, I I didn't pick up any book. Like after I left school, I didn't pick up books. I didn't read at all. <laughs> And so, and prior to you know, so ten years ago, I I wouldn't I wouldn't read a coloring book, but right. uh, today <laughs> today I'm an avid reader because I realized that you know the uh, I, the other thing too I realized that the more you learn, the more you understand that how much you don't know, you know. Right. <laughs> Some <laughs> yeah. of us we try to learn to to know something, but I I realized that the more you learn or the more you read the more you understand what you don't know and there's more to learn. So, so yeah, so. I love it. That is fantastic. Now, did it help your relationship even more with that was already formidable with your former wife? Yeah, it, it did. It, 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 it did. And we both realized, Hey, you know, we, we both realized we didn't know what we were doing. Uh, we're, you know, we're friends now. Everything is great. And uh, so that definitely helped uh, with our relationship and, you know, uh, and we have, you know, we co-parent pretty well. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, it was, it was really helpful. We didn't, at the end of it all, we didn't really blame each other at the end of it all. That's huge. That's yeah. huge. And that's probably so important to the success of a future relationship. So yeah. eventually you did get remarried. And I did. Yes, I did get remarried. Yes. Talk a little bit about that if you wanted to share a little bit about how this whole transformation process helped you to, you know, enter into a, a union between adults who have gone through some things. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think the biggest thing for me is just per that what I went through allowed me uh, to prepare myself, uh, even before I met my current wife, prepare myself to, first of all, uh, be a, a better man. And then mm -hmm. second of all, to be a better husband, like, you know, I really focused on 
who am I? You know, who am I? How can I be better? Because even though I know, you know, I'm not perfect and I know that I'm not going to be perfect and, and no one is perfect. And, and, you know, whoever she was, she's not, she's not going to be perfect. So I, I understood that. Uh, but this process allowed me to now, um, now I understand when I'm going in situations and when I'm going in big, big life situations, like you said earlier, like a marriage is a big, you know, it's, it's yes. a big thing. Uh, I understood that I need to be more prepared. I understood that I need to um, understand who I am in this season, understand uh, what I need, and understand how I'm supposed, what I'm supposed to do, and 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 uh, how I'm supposed to serve that person. You know, and so all those things helped me to go in it with a, a clear head, and it also helped me to realize all the conversations that need to be had. Uh, during, you know, during the premarital phase, um, premarital counseling was huge for us. Um, you know, we, we did two, two separate, uh, well, we actually did three things. We went to two different, uh, counselors for premarital. And then we also took a, it was like a class. It was called like a prep marriage prep class that we took. And so, uh, and, and I, you know, not to say those things are gonna, you know, are, are a silver bullet, but those things definitely, help prepare us to uh, to have the necessary conversations and to just realize the impact of, you know, what we're going into. So I, I think all that that was really helpful. I like it. And it just shows how committed you were to being intentional because you only, when you're young, you don't know that you should be. Everyone yeah. gets married. You When you're young, you think everyone gets married. Isn't that the next step? That's just what we do. And now that you're, you know, more mature, you know, like, everyone might get married, but they might not stay married. And I want to be staying married and yeah. doing everything to set yourself up for success. That's excellent. Yeah. Something so you now, said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Something no, you, you said the word intentional. I'm mm -hmm. glad you said that because um, that intentionality is what I learned through my process of growing. Um, I learned intentionality and I'm intentional in every area of my life now as a result of the things that I went through. Um, I'm intentional with, uh, you know, my morning routine when, when I wake up in the morning, you know, uh, my reading and meditating and all those things. I'm intentional with that. Um, I'm intentional with my day uh, or, you know, how I schedule my day. And then I'm intentional with uh, the things that I say in, you know, in my relationship. And so my, uh, my current wife, she, uh, she told me that was like the biggest thing that biggest quality that she fell in love with is my intentionality. That's what made her fall in love with me. She was like, you're so intentional. I've never, I haven't met anybody as intentional as you. And she was like, I didn't have to wonder, you know, what you were thinking. I didn't have to wonder what you thought about me. And I didn't have to wonder what you thought about our relationship or where we're going. And so, you know, I was intentional and I led her through that process of, okay, this is where I feel like we're going. What do you think? You know? And so I'm glad you said it because that's what, that's the quality that she really, that stood out to her the most. Right. If it's such an important decision, it needs that planning. It needs that communication and it needs all of that energy to discuss the various things. So that's fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah. So yeah. now what are the, some of the, you know, give us some scenarios of your day-to-day -day work life with other men who are, uh learning some of these skills yeah so now um i i speak with other men on uh right now i really speak on other men on uh, mindset specifically mindset and just 
whether you want to grow in your career or your finances or your relationships, um, you need to have a certain mindset um, so that you can experience growth, um, mm -hmm. you know, in that area, because it's all about, I think it's all about continuing to grow. Um, what I didn't do as a young person, because I, you know, when I was younger, I just kind of grew as my age grew, but I didn't grow mentally. Right. And so, <laughs> yeah, and that's important. And so that's kind of how I, you know, what I work with a lot of men uh, today with just our mindset and, you know, understanding that you have to have a, a mindset that you want to grow. You have to have a mindset that you're going to be intentional. And and what I mean by mindset is I mean, it's just that, you know, your basic beliefs and your attitudes about how you view yourself and how you view the world around you, you know, and so it, because your mindset is a, is a it's like a filter. It, it influences how we handle everything. It influences how we handle challenges, how we handle setbacks and how we handle opportunities. And so those are some of the things that I work with um, a lot of guys today um, is just, you know, that mindset because it, it really matters. And I don't I think that sometimes we don't recognize how, you know, how much that what we think and the way we think how much it matters because it's all about perspective. Because if you can get the right perspective on something, you can start to make better decisions when you have the right perspective. So, and you'll react less and be intentional more. So instead of like reflexively doing what you've always done, now you can make a different roadmap to have that relationship you want. I mean, that's exactly. fantastic. Exactly. Fantastic. Yes. Well, tell us a little bit more about like, where can people, how do people reach out to you to work with you? What's the best way that listeners can connect with you and, you know, see about working with you, see what you're up to? Yeah. So the best way to connect with me is on uh, my Instagram. And uh, my Instagram is I am LA Davis. And um, you can just go there. There's everything there. You can DM me. Um, there, my, the, the story highlights is there, my, you know, my podcast is there. There's a link there that you can click to, um, go to, um, I think I have a, right now I have like a seven day, uh, devotional that you can use. Uh, it's, right. it's about mindset. The devotional is about mindset. And so it's a seven day devotional. There's a link right on my, on my Instagram that you can click that link and, uh, you can get that, that seven day devotional sent straight to your inbox. And so if you just go there to, uh, my Instagram. I am L.A. Davis, and you can reach me and, and um, you know, you can see what, what I have going on. Perfect. Wonderful. I can't thank you enough. And congratulations, by the way. How long have you been married now? So I've, I've been married now. It's less than a year, actually. I got married uh, April of last year. Excellent. Well, congratulations. And also, it's not easy marrying young and then navigating your way out of many years together. And it sounds like you did a really good job with that and that, you know, it's sometimes not ideal. But on the other hand, it wasn't for it wasn't wasted. You did not waste that experience. You know, you've used it to help serve other people. No. So, no, I, I don't. I, I now realize that it was not a wasted experience at all. And I realized it, that it actually, when I went through through that process, I felt like, oh my God, this is the worst, you know, it, it was yes. the worst. I was like, this is the worst thing in my life. Um, but today, the way I view it and my perspective is that's the best thing that ever happened to me. 
And and obviously I don't wish that I would have got divorced and right. you know, I don't wish that my, my children have to go between separate homes and all that. I don't wish that. Um, and I don't wish that on anybody else, but what I mean by the best thing that happened to me is it it's made me and it snapped me into the man that I am today. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I could have learned it another way, but it is what it is. And I'm here today. And, uh, that's why I say it's the best thing that happened to me because it, it made me who I am today. And it made me, uh, realize that, that, you know, I needed to grow and develop. So. I think that's excellent. It was the precipitating event, the instigator. So fantastic. You know, I'm really glad for you and for your family. And thank you so much. I hope you will stay in touch. And again, I, let's see, it's, uh, I am LADavis.com on Instagram. Yes. Did I get that right? You got it right. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Perfect. Well, it is so good to meet you. And I thank you for being here. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed it, feel free to leave a review. And if you've really, really enjoyed it, go ahead and subscribe. And I'll see you next week. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.